most relationship breakdowns occur not necessarily because of what's been said or done, but because of a lack of understanding. Communication, when it's done well, our relationships thrive. And when it's lacking, well, the results can be painful. You're listening to The Relationship Lift, a short conversation brought to you by Family Life New Zealand to help you grow together as a couple. Join us for a topical discussion designed to keep you encouraged and equipped on your growth journey. We know that great marriages don't just happen. So let's journey together as we pursue oneness so that you too can make a great marriage your reality. Enjoy the discussion. Yeah, look, I think um, uh, many relationship counselors would actually identify communication as probably one of the biggest um, reasons for relationship breakdown. But uh, I think also people think often communication is the ability to speak or express ideas, you know, to your point before about being on the radio and being able to communicate. Mm. And, you know, that's one half of the equation. Communication, in fact, is not speaking, uh, but speaking is part of it. And so I would say, you know, communication is uh, basically made up of three things, right? And communication occurs when a message is trans, um, you know, transferred from one to another. And so the three things that you can think of when you think about communication is, one, there needs to be a message. So what are you communicating? Um, there needs to be a speaker, so somebody communicating, and there needs to be a listener, because it's like all the adage, if a tree falls in the middle of a forest and there's no one around to hear it, <laughs> did it make mm. a sound, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's so right. The biggest, yeah, the biggest challenge people face in this area is that they often mostly think of communication as the speaking part of it. Mm. So how do you um, help a couple who are on this journey of learning to communicate better with each other? And I think it's also important to note that uh, this is a journey that continues, uh, you know, right throughout our marriages as well, even mm. if you've been married for a long time. Yeah, that's right. Look, um, uh, to I like referring to the Bible, um, you know, because of our background and faith and and it's a good book. Marriage in particular, it's a good book. It's uh, it's the word of life. So, uh, you know, one particular one in terms of communication that I like is James um, one verse nineteen, which reads, uh, "Understand this, my dear brothers and sisters, uh, you must all be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to angry." It's very funny you know, that you've that used that verse because I used to have that stuck on my kitchen bench when I used to have to wash the dishes at night time because we didn't have a dishwasher. Okay. <laughs> and I just thought rather than getting frustrated about all the dishes I'd had to wash, I just remind myself of these exact words. So good. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, we need that, right? Uh, that's where I do my brain programming as well is at nighttime when we're clearing up the kitchen and washing the dishes. <laughs> uh, but sometimes we need to remind us, right? Our, our minds need to be reprogrammed because we are naturally quick to anger, you know, quick to speak mm. and slow to listen. Uh, but this encouragement, be quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to get angry. You know, God gave us two ears and one mouth for a reason. Now imagine that was the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> Paints an interesting picture, uh, picture, doesn't it? Yeah, and 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 look, I think the the reality is remembering and keeping in mind that the the best thing a couple can do for their relationship is to practice the art of 
active listening. You know, not just listening, but active listening. Are there some sort of practical tips around this active listening? Yeah, look, so um, I like this idea of um, uh, a cinema. You know, if you think about a cinema, you've, uh, you've got a screen at the front of the room, but typically at the back of the room, there's a projector, you know, film or digital or whatever the, the, the style. Uh, but you need these two elements, like to go and enjoy a movie, right? You've got a screen, you know, a whiteboard or a white wall or something in the front of the, of the room. Mm. And at the back of the room, there's a projector shining a light. So uh, when you're speaking, you know, communication consists out of a screen and a reflector. Obviously the screen, oh, sorry, the reflector is the, uh, that's the screen and the projector is someone talking. So if you think about it, the projector is the speaker sending a message and the reflector is the screen reflecting that message back. And ah. you need both of these two things to, well, in the cinema context, enjoy a movie. Uh, but in the communication context, you actually need a listener and a speaker for communication to occur. Uh, so a lot of people think that they were listening when they were merely <laughs> waiting for their turn to speak. Uh, and, and in reality, you know, uh, that's often what we do. You've got a projector shouting a message, you know, or not necessarily shouting, but projecting a message. And then uh, there's no screen reflecting that message. Just, there's just another projector projecting another message. Now, imagine you point two projectors at each, each other. You're not going to see much, right? And it's very similar, you know, when it comes to communication. It's in order for communication to effectively occur, you need to have a projector and reflector. So if you're the one listening to the communication, you know, one practical tip that I'd give uh, for people in, to, to up their communication is when your partner, you know, or friend or colleague is bringing something to you and they're communicating or speaking to you, it's always great to start your sentence by something like, um, I hear you say, and then just mm. repeat what they're saying uh, or ask them to elaborate on what they're saying, but, you know, to make sure that what they're saying is actually being caught before moving down or moving on to the next step. Because I think sometimes we're too fast when it comes to communication mm -hmm. and we do ourselves uh, a lot of good if we can slow down and start reflecting. I hear you say, hmm, did I hear you correctly? Well, it's an interesting um, description or analogy, I guess, of the of the cinema and uh, you know how we can work um, communication into our relationships, particularly our marriages. And this will be something that you deal with uh, extensively, I can imagine, uh, in terms of um, uh, you know marriages. Uh, where can people go if they want to find out more? If they really want to look at uh, working on improving the communication within their marriage, where can they go to find out more? Yeah, look, so communication, like you rightfully said, is a big topic that we cover often and extensively. Um, you know, this is one of our topics in the marriage mentoring guide. So, you know, if, if someone listening today feels like they, uh, you know, going through marriage mentoring might be beneficial for them, uh, that's not something Family Life offers as a service, but we actually train marriage mentors. So, if you're listening and you want uh, to approach a, a, you know, a more experienced couple, you know, send them our way to pick up a marriage mentoring guide and take you through that. Or maybe that's something you want to do for someone else. Uh, so that's a great place to learn more about communication in a safe space. 
but no, they can also search um, on our website uh, f- under the podcast for the one that we did on communication. Uh, there we cover the topic, uh, you know, in about, I think, a say 40 to 45 minute discussion, which is great content. And then, of course, uh, you know, our weekends to remember, we, we spend quite a bit of time on this topic and it's just a great way to build in your relationship Mm. overall. On a scale of one to 10, 10 being I feel completely connected to my partner and zero being I feel totally disconnected from my partner, where would you rate yourself right now? There's probably room for growth, right? Why not take some time and actively choose to take your relationship to a 10 by learning how to love and relate to one another on a deeper level. Spend one weekend with us and discover the keys to building intimacy, strengthening communication, handling life's pressures, embracing differences, fighting fair and working through conflict constructively and so much more. You'll laugh a lot, you'll rekindle romance, learn new skills and be better equipped to build a relationship that thrives. We can promise you it will be a weekend to remember. You may not reach a 10, but most couples leave on cloud nine. Join us on our next couples retreat. Register today at familylife.nz. Thanks for listening. I'm Vayner Jacobs from the Family Life New Zealand team. And this has been another oneness resource to help you grow together in your marriage. Check us out online at familylife.nz for more information on events, training and other amazing resources. Let's fight the drift, move towards each other in oneness and impact our corner of the world together. See you next time.